You but did I made it work. iMovie. I did it all on iMovie on my 2013 MacBook Pro. Wow. Wait, not even on your phone. That seems even harder to me. Yeah, what? Wait, guys, isn't iMovie the thing on your phone where you splice videos together? Yeah, but they have it on the computer, too. I think it even oh. originated on the computer. Yeah, I would also, you know, mm. specific, especially since the iPhone came after the Mac. You've seen my computer. I'm not making I know. iMovies on yeah. there. Connor bought the computer in a day later. It was covered <laughs> in viruses. I don't know what happened. I could guess what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I had the but same we're thought. we're stepbrothers, dude. <laughs> we're stepbrothers. Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab what do boys eat? Grab a bagel. I was like, what do boys eat? Hi, Nico. Hey, Con. What's up? I love all women except for one, and Whoa. it's Haley Bieber. I've been saying this on the pod for months. But wait, I have to push back because you're always talking about her nails. Wait, I know. Actually, these are like kind of Haley Bieber nails. I do have her nails right now. Okay. Kind of. Wait, have I ever mentioned Haley Bieber on the pod? No, but I feel like we've been talking about is she like how we, she feels about gay people if we don't know. We've never said it on the podcast, have but we? we talk about it a lot. We talk about so I I know the boys at home are like, do these guys talk when we're not like off mic? And we actually do. It's actually when the mics go off, we just keep talking. We don't even sleep. Like we were fighting almost before this, and but it's not even true. I know I'm so anxious all the time. I always think people are mad at me. But like we do talk a lot about like is Haley Bieber bad? And it's not because she's Christian. We like love a lot of Christians. We're just like you're really Christian. You seem kind of mean. You hate gay people. So like we've wondered if she's bad. Yeah, I guess I don't know enough about her. But I would say like when I watched the episode of the Kardashians, which one is that coming back? Um, Where she's on the plane. You know what? I don't think I've been happy since the Kardashians went off. It's not seasonally effective. I mean, it is seasonally, but it's like you're off seasonally Kardashian effective. You, yes. You know what I was thinking yesterday because I was I was writing it out that I'm seasonally I'm feeling seasonal depression, and I said I'm seasonally depressed. But there's also the word like I'm unseasonably. Is, you know what I mean? That's a word too. That's like yes. I. So I was like, am I unseasonably depressed, or am I facing seasonal depression? Linguistics. I think that you have seemed kind of blue, to be honest. And you also said it so explicitly, so I did, but like, <laughs> you seem yes. kind of blue. Yeah, I don't know, it's hard. The, it, the winter is hard. I know, it's very humanizing. Like, I've always viewed you as a fully formed human, but you're usually very just like, you're very emotionally stable at all times, and I'm like always like, I'm depressed, I'm sad. And like, so it is interesting that this one, I have seen you kind of been taken down a bit in the last five, like, two weeks. Last really, couple weeks, it's just been, and I, I'm hoping, you know, we're, we're 12 days from the clocks turning, and I think that's going to do wonders for me. Yeah. I mean, even now, like 4.59 is like a beautiful time, and it didn't used to be. Yeah. Like, it's definitely nicer, like, in the later afternoon. Definitely. But getting back to Hilly Bieber. I hope she's having a horrible late afternoon. Whoa. Whenever <laughs> she hears this. She was on an episode of the Kardashians in one of the private jets at one point, point. Uh-huh. she's friends with Kendall Jenner, and I was shocked at what her voice sounded like. I was not yes. expecting it. I was expecting something a little bit more cool girl, and she sounds very, like, valley girl. Very valley girl. And I wasn't ready for that. She was on the plane. She was shouting, I don't care about climate change. And we were like, Hailey Bieber, okay. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. This is crazy. And, um, you know, I, I love Justin Bieber as, like, a, as a performer yes. and as a, an a icon for trans men and um, masculinity, a soft masculinity. I think he really kind of was the forefront for that in many ways, at least for my generation of people. Yes. Um. But he absolutely is like somebody who got baptized as an adult, and that says a lot. 
Wait, did he literally get baptized as an adult? Or are you just kind of like, like, like that trope? Um, I think that's kind of his vibe. Like with like a big Christian rock band in the back in the, in the bath, the bathtub they baptize yeah. in is like, you know, like a full pool. Completely. Yeah, they, that is his energy. And I, I'm glad to hear you say that because I have heard you like talk so highly about him and I've always kind of like wondered if that was your... As a performer. That is, I, 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 that's, a, that's a separation of art and artist for me. I think you called him a great talent. I mean, he is a great talent. He is. Like an, an insanely great talent. Yeah. There's one, um, there's one anecdote you always have about how long he's been successful that never totally made sense to me. Because he's been I, on Letterman. That's what it is. And I was like, well, when did Letterman go off the air? I don't even know. He was on Letterman. I, that just feels crazy to me that he's been famous for so long that he was on Letterman, like before Fallon. He's a pre-Fallon... Era. Wait, Fallon talent. replaced Letterman? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So that's why I think he, I mean, and also like he's proof that you can, you can grow up in front of people. Yeah. Is, I don't know. Not is he okay? I don't know. Completely. Like but can grow up was an interesting. His art words. has not been hurt too much by it. I don't think. What was the last great song that Justin Bieber came out with? I have an answer. Hit me. Sorry. Sorry. I loved that song. Sorry was a great song. Yeah, it was a great that song. That was kind of peak Justin Bieber was 2016. I, I know. I know. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I went as him. That was 2015. I went as him for Halloween, not correcting you, which is like that was the year I went as him for Halloween. 2015. Yeah. I wore like a flannel. You're right. It was 2015, though. And I was gorgeous. I went as him for like a homecoming Can week. Can we get the pictures? Oh, uh, maybe. I, it was like a homecoming week, like theme dress up thing. And it was like dresses like a... I don't know if it was dressed as a famous person. I forget what it was, but I went as Justin Bieber, which people should have been waving flags about that because a lot of other of the girls at the time were going as women. So that is really interesting. Um, it is fun. Dress up is an opportunity to kind of just like explore. Yeah. That, and I said this before, but the James, when you pick your James Bond character, I was always, obviously this is kind of different because I'm, I'm still here, but I was always Christmas Jones. It was the lady. <laughs> Just never really followed through on that one, but um, I mean, I think that's yeah. there's always the hot girl. Wait, so is your boys club Haley Bieber? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I literally my boys club's actually people who don't believe in climate change and are making it worse, and that brings me to Haley Bieber. And okay, Haley Bieber is really bad, and she's in trouble for but something. You are totally... Swifty. Wait, no. So that's what I wanted to bring up. I just wanted us to have as a podcast a firm stance that we love Miley Cyrus and we love Taylor Swift. Can we do that one? Taylor Swift, fine. We could be a pro Taylor Swift podcast, right? Okay. Um, Please. Yeah, I don't think we have to have hard and fast stances. Please, come on. Just these two that's... things. Just these two things. <laughs> okay, I concede. Miley Cyrus. I like Miley Cyrus. I fucking... I was just thinking about this like so extensively on the W train today. And I was only really right, wrote it two stops. So was... on the W? Yeah, I took the W from... I take it sometimes from like Soho vibes I to... I cannot Midtown. tell you the last time I was on the, on the W. It doesn't totally run all the time. So when you're on it, you're like, this feels like a treat. The R and the W are, as far as I can tell, they're the same. Yeah. But um, but I was like Miley Cyrus, because right now people are mad at like Hilly Bieber, and it's like, yeah, well, if you'd been listening to me, then you would have like known not to trust her months ago, Selena Gomez. <laughs> and if she were one of the boys, Selena Gomez never would be in the situation. And but I was like, well, Miley Cyrus has been just like the freaking realist for like years and years and years, and she has always stayed in her lane. She has always had her kind of just like head down and focused on herself. And I just like freaking love her and she's so good for gay people I yeah don't why. i think that it's partly because she has dolly parton as a mentor like who seems to be a really solid person yes yeah and okay so your girlfriend sent me this tiktok about like all the celebrities that have unfollowed Haley bieber over the last like day 
Wait, so what happened with Hailey Bieber? What did she do that is upsetting? Well, I missed this. So next episode, we're going to have like a great explanation, but she was like bullied Selena Gomez and I don't exactly understand totally why, but I under, but it was one of those things where I just like heard it and was like, I know this to be true because okay. I've kind of like always, I think known this a little bit. That were they children when this was happening? No, it was really recent and Kylie oh. Jenner's involved too, but I think we don't already. Kylie or Kendall? Kylie, oh. which feels important. Well, Kendall's not doing much of anything. I don't think she. Just I think we don't really fuck with Kylie on this pod. You know, I don't know enough about these people to really have an opinion, but yeah. Wait, we should end the conversation around them. There. Also, we hate Haley Bieber. We love Miley. We love Taylor, and we're not sure about Kylie, but we think Kendall's queer. And if you want to bring any other women to boys club, we're gonna have hard and fast opinions about. It. <laughs> yeah, and we're not anti woman. Like we are anti these women, but we're, we're calling anti- women in to be yeah. like we we uh oh yeah slip. They can do better. <laughs> they they can do better. And like this isn't sexist because name one time we've ever said a nice thing about a single man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Never one time. True. So it makes sense. True. Okay, what's my boys? Your boys. Okay, so we went. We we teased this in the last oh two episodes ago. We teased that we went to New Orleans for Mardi Gras and we did, and it was a blast. And my boys club is the men's bathroom line at the Mardi Gras events that we were at. Oh my was god. Was it long? It was just like. If you imagined every, like, stereotype of Southern man you could conjure up in your brain, they were in line for this bathroom, and there just weren't, and, you know, for me, for the boys at home, not to be TMI, but I have to use this stall because of the way I have to, to piss, so... I'm going to start using this tall too out of solidarity. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because every time I'm in there, it's like, oh, here's a guy that's got to take a shit every time he goes to the bathroom. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah. like, it's always, uh, I hate it every time. Anyway. I think men don't process each other's bodily functions No, that it's way. nice because nobody's paying attention. That's, that is a nice thing. It's like, nobody's yeah. really paying attention to what you're doing and it doesn't matter. But like when yeah. there's no door on the stall, it's like, well, I, okay, well, this is not going to be safe. So, so that was, um, there was, was no door on the stall there. They were they were just like keeping them open because you know like they were like oh we'll just use these to pee and it was like well now I'm the guy that's gonna shut the door fucking men <laughs> and I'm sorry but all these men were kind of like wait the word inbred is inappropriate there's like a type of man in the south that has just like his whole lineage is in the south and there's never been any other thing yes so I know what you mean it is there's a lot of southern I mean where I grew up in Savannah like a lot of like uh, they just kind of don't exit their circles so yeah. they just kind of it's the gene pool is not expanding at all and so it's just like what is this. Mm-mm. It's I not. It's know. not a good look. But anyway, so that was one of the boys' clubs, and then what was another thing that we did in New Orleans? We were wait back to that one though. This guy told me that he got anal fissures from sitting on the toilet for too long to pee. Huh. To so with what you will with that. Okay. And it just occurred to me, it's like people have been sitting on the toilet to pee for years, and you get anal fissures, sir. <laughs> Something's wrong with you, man. I don't know that I gave you anal fissures. But that was one of the boys' clubs in New Orleans, and then also. Oh, we had to wear tuxes with tails. White you tie. didn't laugh at that. That would have been so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tux with tails. That that was a boys club too. Yeah, and we, there were so many pieces to it that it took us probably thirty minutes to get dressed. This podcast 40. is sponsored by White Noise from Spotify. Yeah, sorry if you're hearing that in the background. It's um, but we're not sorry. We're not sorry that we. It's March first, and it's still fucking cold out. So. You want us to live in a high rise, then you start join our Patreon. That does not yet exist. Should it? Um, yes, the tails were really gross. We're never doing that again. We're never doing that again. Well, the problem with the tails was they looked really great from the front because it's like a tuxedo and it like the jacket stops at the waist. So it's like very nice and like tight and like yeah. cinched and that looks good. But then from the back, the tails were down to my mid calf. Really and that ugly. That is not a good look. Really bad. And that they were down to my, look. I don't even know what, but something gross. 
It was bad. We didn't look good. No. From the back. From the back, no. But I mean, also, also the pants were like one size fits all. We looked like Victor Garber. I looked like I was a goon from like an old Batman movie. We looked like we were on the Titanic playing instruments. Yeah, I looked like the penguin. Um. Anyway, so those are my boys' clubs for this week. Those were such good boys' clubs. I was trying to think of anything else I was going to say to you. I don't know. I'm really excited to bring our guest in. Me too. Okay, boys, our guest this week is a dear friend of the pod and somebody we are so thrilled to have on. He's a comedian. But not a lover. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> He's a comedian and writer uh, based here in New York. He has a monthly variety show at Come On Everybody called Late Night Variety Tonight Live. You got it. Boys, please welcome Matt Albino. Woo! You're going to hey, repeat yo. it, right? Can you repeat it? It's, yeah, late night variety tonight live. I lo- That's very creative and fun. Yeah, it was kind of a, we wrote it in the Google Doc and then never changed it. I One of those, that. we'll put a pin on this. Mm-hmm. And you host it with Caroline Dunn. With who has Caroline former Dunn. guest of the pod, former friend of the boys at home. Yeah. Former Potter. No, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also, I mean, we went to the last one. Great show. Thank you so much for so, coming. So, so, so fun. The, so silly. The video sketches, which I think you guys posted online. We just started to, yes. Yeah. I loved. If you weren't in New Orleans, I would have asked if I could hit you with a car. Wait, really? Yes. <laughs> Wait, you actually thought that to yourself? Yes, because I reached out to Michael Aber first. <gasps> it's psychotic to be thought of. And then he texted back immediately. Mm-hmm. He's he, quick. He's very quick. And he was like, I will be in New Orleans with... And then he listed some people and I was like, oh, can't ask Connor. What if there yeah. was someone he just like hated and wanted to prevent someone from getting work? And he's like, this person... <laughs> <laughs> Also want to put a past him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got little schemes. Mm-hmm. Quick little schemes at Mikey yeah. Ever. Also a former guest for the boys at home. Um, but it, anyway, it was a great show. And the, the sketches were like, I've, I loved the video sketches. I thought they were so fun. Yeah, it, it was fun and silly. That was my first time filming stuff and then like editing it in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I really was just like using iMovie like a child. <laughs> um, but you did I made it all on iMovie. I did it all on iMovie on my 2013 MacBook Pro. Wow. Wait, not even on your phone. That seems even harder to me. Yeah, what? Wait, guys, isn't iMovie the thing on your phone where you splice videos together? Yeah, but they have it on the computer, too. I think it even oh. originated on the computer. Yeah, I would also, you know, mm. especially since the iPhone came after the Mac. I've seen my computer. I'm not making I know. movies on yeah. there. Connor bought the computer in a day later. It was covered in viruses. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I could guess what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had the but same we're thought. we're stepbrothers, dude. <laughs> we're stepbrothers. <laughs> it's amazing you're paying for this and it's still giving you viruses. And maybe maybe those are connected. I literally know that's absolutely insane. Did you go to the gym in college? I had a little phase when I was trying to impress a boy I had a huge crush on who was gay. Who then went to become a doctor with his beautiful now fiance. Who's a um, man? Who's, who's a, a man? Who's oh, thank goodness! So not gay. And Wait, he's a twenty-six-year-old fiance. One of those. That's disgusting. Wait, yeah. so this man is not gay? Not gay, but mm. he was. Um, he was kind of a meatball of a man. <laughs> he was like a bodybuilder, I guess, and okay. a hockey player. And he was just nice. He was just like a nice boy. Mm -hmm. I love him. And he would laugh at my jokes. Aww. And, and, oh my God, I remember when I met him, um, he, because I played Frisbee at the time, which is heinous. No, that's fun. No, that's That's sweet. It was sweet. It was fun. It was ridiculous. But um, he came to the first practice and I had already been on the team for a year and we threw for the first time together and it had just rained and there was a rainbow in the sky. And I remember thinking, he must be gay. <laughs> God be gay. works That's, in yeah. mysterious, yeah. but also really clear ways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but so then he invited me to the gym a few times. So for like a solid month and Wait, a half. Wait, that's the most important thing you I said. W- I will go to the gym 
with it and other people. He said, do you want to go to the gym with me? And other boys. Wait. Mm. He taught me the foundations of lifting. And for maybe a month and a half, I was very toned. And then I was like, he's never going to love me. So I stopped going. Fair. Wait, you said, hey, I won't be there tomorrow? And then no, just kind of I never off. showed up and he never texted. And that's how I knew. Wait, you tested oh. him? I think it was also like, wait, they're going for three hours a day. Wait. They would go after frisbee practice that's not then they would go eat dinner then they would go back for a little workout too yeah serious like people lean in people who are like really into lifting in college will like camp out at the gym because yeah. you have nothing else to do you're read so free in college read a book yeah. learn that you're gay you know what i mean it was kind of sweet though they kind of just like talked about nothing like it felt like oh i'm just hanging out with these people that are just friends mm-hmm. talk about nothing serious it felt very like um Almost like they were playing video games together. They're so distracted by the thing at hand. Yes. And they're talking about the kind of surface level things like, oh, did you hear about Ant-Man coming out? <laughs> Let's talk about that. And then every now and then somebody like, oh, I'm worried about this test. And then it'd be like, oh, that sucks. Lift, 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 lift. Yeah. Are you an INFP? No. Is that close? And I forget what I am. It's I think it's... ENFP? It's, it's something weird. It's ENF something. Are you an ENFJ? I'm one that apparently is rare. That's mine. I'll just right? say that. You're ENFJ. And I believe that. Are you ENFJ? Are you structured? You are structured, I That's, guess. I want to be structured, but my deep core is not. I think you might be ENFP. You're either ENFP. What the heck does P mean, mean again? Um, perceiving. Like, perceiving is less structured than... Feeling-centric. Uh-huh. Well, that's different, but yeah. But you are that for sure. And then ENFJ is Nico. You just I think I'm a P the then. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I could see that we would be almost aligned and then have, like, a little bit of a... Yeah. 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 Chaos but, versus order. Yeah. But that's such an interesting, like, that is how, like, straight guys socialize, where they just are like, there's an activity to distract. The conversation mm-hmm. is so service level. There's, like, a whisper of something more, and then it goes away. Yeah. Which, straight male friendships really are quite lovely, I think, for that reason. And that it's sometimes like, it can people, because I went to an all boys Catholic high school, and people are always like, that must have been horrible. And I'm like, honestly, it was, like, kind of fine. Like, straight guys are just kind of chill, they're just mm-hmm. kind of calm. Yeah. Like, also broken, but, like, that's a different thing that you're not privy to if you're just hanging out with them. I think they're really good at having friendships when um, when none of them are in, like, this deep, deep need of a close, close, like, supportive friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like the everyday of it all. Yes. It really works out. But when it comes time for, like, deep emotional kind of connection or, like, oh, gosh, like, grief or mm-hmm. a breakup, sometimes straight friend or oftentimes i think there's some faltering there i think so too. yeah i agree with that i think if they if you are not their main friend awesome yeah but if you and then I mean, obviously we're generalizing i think plenty of straight men have their shit together in that in mm-hmm. those regards but like i think if you are not trying to <clears throat> if you if they don't need you for like emotional support you're like in a sweet spot yeah yeah and it is kind of nice because i feel like sometimes with like queer people and women it's not anyone's fault, but just the way that our lives are. It's just like we do have more serious pressing things that are happening all the time that are just mm-hmm. kind of like in the news or whatever. So like it does come up, more serious topics come up. Whereas with straight guys, you can go an entire, any time, period of time without having anything serious come up. And that's kind of refreshing. It's right. Yeah. And I think it's the asking questions of it all too. Queer people love to ask a question. Recently I've been being mm-hmm. asked, and I really appreciate this question, especially lately, but I haven't, I don't think I like encountered this question most of my life, but, um, Connor, how's your heart? Oh, like a lot wow. of queer people and beautiful women have been coming up to me 
and like chit chatting, and then it'll get to the point of like, oh, but how are you? Like, how's your heart? Wait, and wow. like that—that's really like I can enter that question as much as I want to be vulnerable in that moment. Mm-hmm. It could be like, oh my god, I'm like, and I'm in, I'm enjoying the little things, or I can be like, it's in a state of disarray. Yeah, and then it's like, wait, hands is it in together. a state of disarray? It's okay right now. See. In this moment, it's good. The past week has been good. Good. Yeah. Heart is heavy and full and heavy. Yeah. Okay. How's your heart over there? My, we're not going to ask more questions about his heart. Wait, my heart's literally, I feel fine. I feel very happy. Yeah. I feel incredibly anxious and stressed all the time, but I think that's my brain, not my heart. Mm. Okay. Do you sense that with Fair me? distinction. The yeah, my heart is joyous. Mm. But uh, not to brag. No, that's special. I also think... Like, on my bike ride over here, I was listening to um, If It Makes You Happy. If it makes you happy. Yes. Michelle Branch? I think... No, the other no. one, Cheryl Crow. Maybe Cheryl Crow. They're cousins. They are yeah. kind of in conversation with one yeah. another. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of... I was just like... I was city biking over here on one of those new electric city bikes, like, going way too fast. Yes. <laughs> the and, gray ones? Yeah. Just like zip. Zip. The, motor, the motorcycles. Yeah. And <laughs> I, like, parked near the park, and I was walking through the park, and I just had this moment of feeling like, oh, my heart is so happy right now. Good. And like, so it's like I, during the moments of the day, heart is Wait, feeling that joy. Talk, I don't know. You can we are we allowed to talk about? Is it, you went through a breakup. I went through a breakup. Do you want us to talk about it or no? A little. Not we don't have to. I don't how want it to be the when, central core of my narrative. How will we know when you're done talking about it? Um. Go like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I okay. So I went through a breakup like kind of a lot of months ago, and I feel like the other day I thought I was like a few weeks ago. I think I told you this. I thought I was having mania. Mm. And then, because I was like in a good mood at work, and I'm like, if you're in a good mood at work, you have a manic. You're having a manic episode. And then, because it's work, it's capitalist. We are hogs in the machine, cogs, I guess, but also hogs. But maybe also hogs. hogs. Maybe hogs. And then I was like, actually, I think I might just be like back to happy again. And it just took me a really long time. But for a while, I feel like my 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 base state was just like a little bit blue. Mm. Yeah. And that took like kind of a minute. Totally. You're grieving. Yeah. And you're yeah. pulling the weight of loss. Also, I think I, I've been experiencing this like big thing with a breakup of um, there's this major dissonance. And I think I've like heard some people talk about this. I maybe even like a beautiful Kate Berlant had mentioned it. Something like um, former guest of the pod. <laughs> God willing. Yeah, we're um, rivaling Poog in the charts. <laughs> <laughs> but this idea that um, for the person for you, the person going through a breakup. Your world stops. The world as you knew it fully shatters and stops. Yeah. Especially the longer the relationship was. Mm-hmm. And then to have to go eat dinner, to have to take out the trash, to have to go just walk in the park with a friend or go to a friend's show, to do the normal things that your life otherwise would have. It's like, oh, wait, no, the world should have stopped. Everyone should have stopped moving. Mm-hmm. E- like everything. No one should have tweeted. No one should have texted. No phone call should have been had for at least. 36 hours yeah but yeah. the world doesn't stop and then it's kind of like there's that dissonance feeling of like i'm feeling so much gotta keep doing my things yeah and it's like that dissonance feeling kind of like gets less and less each day and then i'm glad you reached a point where it seemed like it maybe is mostly gone and maybe you'll have feelings of waves where it comes back for a second but oh, yeah it. breakups are so hard it's so mm-hmm. crazy that like i mean obviously it's not quite to the degree of like a, a loss of life or something like that but it is like we don't get it gets written off and i i'm guilty of it too i have friends go through breakups and i obviously want to be there for them in the immediate but after a while i'm like wanting to get them back out there you guys know that mm-hmm. julia jacqueline song pressure to party yes i think it's one of the best breakup songs ever because it totally nails that feeling of being like 
everybody has like a different thing that they want you to be doing. There's all these things you should be doing, these ways you should be reacting, and nothing feels right. Yeah. No response feels good. You just feel horrible. And I think to even like being like, oh, I want to go see my friends and be surrounded by my friends. I get there, I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, this didn't fix everything. Right. Yeah. And you got to go home afterwards and be alone at some point. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Normal, beautiful things, though. Normal, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, part, people of, part also of life. Like, yeah, I think to... Uh, in an incredibly beautiful way, too, it also shows, like, who really is there for you. Like, so many people have, like, been talking to me about it. Again, it's, like, the how's the heart of it all. Mm-hmm. People, like, really being like, I want to know how you're doing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It yeah. does show you how much, like, I know, like, for me, like, I don't know. You you see, yeah, you're, when your friends rally around you, it does also be like, okay, the part of my life has stopped, but mm-hmm. I forgot there's all this other great stuff that I have. Yeah. And I have so much foundational stuff here that I can... I'm going to be fine. Yeah. And I know you know that too. Yeah. Yeah. It'll all be good. Nico, how's your heart? My heart is, um, my heart is okay. I'm feeling, as I mentioned earlier in the pod, seasonally depressed or unseasonably depressed. I keep picturing chicken when you say that. (laughs) More on this. I feel like it's seasonably though, because isn't it like, wouldn't this be the time of the year to be sad? Am I misunderstanding the use of seasonally depressed. No, I or guess I'm just wondering, isn't there a word unseasonably? Like, it's unseasonably cold. I guess that's still seasonal. Hmm. I feel like this is the part of the year where you should be sad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm... Um, anything is wrong, per se. I just think that I... Is it like I, the, the not knowing if it's related to seasonal depression or if it's just maybe a general depression? Uh, it's more that... Like, I definitely think it is seasonal, and I do think it is related to the weather because it's gotten... I'm feeling in the depths of it right now, and it's feeling like it is so related to the outside, like outside sad, inside sad. Feels very intuitive to me. But I, I um, I think I forget because it really. I'm. I feel grateful that I. I kind of experience this seasonally. So like, I. I kind of forget for most of the year what this feels like, and then I come back to it. And I'm like, oh shit, this time of year is hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and many people. And um, but I did today put on Remy Wolf's um. Oh, what song did I say it was? Liquor Store. Liquor Store. And danced in my room, and I felt wow. much better afterwards. Do you still listen to Cake? Yeah, I like that one, too. I I, so Remy Wolf is somebody who I have been, like, Issa plays her music a lot and stuff, and so and I've been like, oh, yeah, I'm a fan of hers. Um, Adjacent, too. But I yeah. just really got into there, got in there myself, like, in the comfort of my own room, put my headphones in and listen to her music. I'm like, god damn, yeah, she's I, good. I feel very robbed of Remy Wolf in this way because... Um, I've told you about my very transformative Lord in concert experience. No, no, please or, tell us. Well, I just saw Lord in concert and it was very transformative. Wait, when? When? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like late summer. Um, I I did like a write up about it and oh our, yes, like, yes, 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 it yes. was a while ago. Yes, but yes, um, yes. but the whole thing is I was supposed to be see Lord like maybe that April and she got laryngitis day before. So she says I think COVID nineteen the novel coronavirus and she was being coy about it mm, but yeah. no way of knowing we ever... don't like coy yeah we especially when it's like i don't know she has a platform yeah but um so it got rescheduled like six months later so it's one of those things of like oh whoa that's a long time mm-hmm. but ended up going to the rescheduling one and i think because there was such a delay she really like turned it out she's like i know you've been waiting for this i'm gonna do like 20 extra minutes Good for like her. it went long that's class what were the but, extra songs um, she did a lot from melodrama oh. and she, oh my, it was transformative. She did ribs live was <gasps> the most, um, wow. connected, like, uh, 
sensory overload, like every emotion, like empath, like an empath activation for every human body around me in that um, theater in D.C. It was in D.C. It was in Washington, D.C., our capital. Um, <laughs> but that's besides the point. But and then I re- then I saw a clip from like above. Someone had recorded when the first kind of not drop, but when she starts singing, like because rib starts with a bang mm-hmm. and then it really builds. Once it was like the go 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 of it, the crowd really was like so connected and moving. I never experienced that. I cried. Wow. Um, so this was not a, a tour, and it was not related it, to an album. It was a tour related to Solar Power, but because it got so delayed, it just felt like a concert. Yeah. Um, but Remy Wolf was supposed to open mm. for the initial one, but then couldn't because of scheduling. So we got this weird DJ guy that was doing like soundscape stuff, oh. and he was so weird, and everyone's like. He was doing all, white noise. He's he was like, doing like vibey white noise and everyone's like, okay, I guess I'll go to the bathroom now. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he did like a 40 minute set and we were like, Lord. That is a missed opportunity yeah. for you to do your 10. That's I should have really gotten that. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I need cups. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even have a table and cups. Um, Lord Ribs. I'm going to listen to it after this episode. I think it's like, speaking of our, our, our the central text of this podcast, mm. Bittersweet. Should we put it into our, we should do like um, a book club, but it's more just like a media club. Yes. Because we have a book club. What you're talking like... about is a playlist? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> True. Could be a But playlist. you're also thinking videos and stuff. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I think it's actually, we're just a store. And I think we're going to have a store. And this is a, okay, maybe a store. A living document. Yeah. Yeah, something. We'll think about it. Yes, but that song. But this, is it, it's like, it's so bittersweet that song it's like life is hard life is beautiful but we're here and that's that you know to experience this is the most special thing yeah good bad and ugly it's the hardest thing yeah (sighs) did she play um beautiful 400 lux i love oh no but she was blonde so sexy she was blonde blord wow is she blonde for the all this stuff with her new album a lot of it not no she looks good blonde like, I don't know. She Apparently, she went to a Soul Cycle class in NoHo the other day, and it was some sort of theme that I thought was fascinating. Because it wasn't a Lord theme, but it was, like, some theme of, like, two artists. It that would I be weird if she went to her own themed thing. Yeah, like, get over yourself. Well, or unless she like, went, like, undercover. Right, or unless she went yeah. as, like, a, sunglasses Can on. she go undercover? I feel like she's pretty... If she was going and wasn't being, like, paid for that appearance mm, to go yeah, to her class, not. that would be strange. There's a She's a very um, prolific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'll be here forever. And... One Why? of those where I'm like, oftentimes when I hear about young people making such deeply incredible things like albums or books or um, stand-up stuff, for her to have written, um, um, oh my God, what was the album that had royals and ribs on it? Uh, tennis Courts? Is it called Tennis um, Courts? Pure Heroin. Pure Heroin, yes. Um, it's not called Tennis Courts. Tennis Courts is on that album. <laughs> yes. um, Slay. She was like... 18, 19. She was young. Yeah, she's very young. Did you know that? And I'm happy for her. That was, That's one where it makes me feel good. Yeah. Like, oh my, we are geniuses. Rihanna was 15 or 16 when she made Pony Replay. I saw her live with that with my dad oh. and this random boy from my class. Ally. How old I know. were you? Seventh grade. Wow. Formative. Formative. It was one of those, you know how those radio stations. Wait, I love your dad taking you and another boy from class to a Rihanna concert in Philly. Here's the thing. You're saying Rihanna concert. It was actually a Nick Lachey concert, more or less. Oh, okay. We were there for Nick Lachey. I love Nick Lachey. This was like, it's funny because it was like Rihanna's beginning and Nick Lachey's end, I would say. Sure. Um, and JoJo it was there too. There. Yeah. Wait, did somebody yeah. say JoJo was coming out with new music or going on tour or something? I don't know. I love her, though. Do you remember, I love She's her song. Something. Somebody posted about that the other I've day. I've seen tweets about her, yeah. yeah. She's so sly. Do you remember that? Well, she was so hot in the movie RV. She was like a hot person. Yeah. And then she has that song about her soul. 
like you can stay me yeah yeah okay you're welcome and then wow. but like it's like really beautiful it's called like my soul or something she's so good so i wonder if we'll, if we'll see with like stars people who are famous now because like people like jojo i was thinking about avril lavigne the other day mm. i think about her every she's day. amazing yeah. we're just getting back into her new album sucks but she's amazing i haven't listened to her new album I but i was thinking about her the other day because i was watching maddie and i were watching i'm with you the music video yes um, and it's like but that whole album is so incredible. it's so good and and she's in it and she's like giving like such early like queer like grunge kind of like an early yeah. Fina Bridgers almost mm-hmm. without like not quite as lyrically uh, um, strong as Phoebe I think mm-hmm. but like the same kind of like not really giving much in the music video very vibey and just being like yeah. too cool for school almost um, she opened so many doors <sighs> she's amazing and I, my favorite yeah. album of her 2004 Under My Skin is so good I don't know if I I'm sure I know the song. It's like my happy ending. Oh yeah. So much for my happy mm-hmm. ending. Yes. There's like other like other big. I feel like music used to be, sounds used to be bigger. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pr- say this in a musically, uh, like adept way or whatever. But it used to be. I feel like like even think about like Midnight's versus Fearless. Like mm. it's everything is very stripped down now, and like it used yeah. to be just like bigger instruments, more like. Big band shit. I'm just yeah, sense. I'm gonna say something big brain maybe, or that oh, makes me dude. think. I was recently okay. There's that whole thing people talking about how the audio of movies is so weird because it's not meant for like the TVs that we have or something mm. like that. Something where audio in movies is actually so deeply complicated and difficult to like package on streaming. So that's why sometimes it sounds so like weird levels. Okay. I wonder how Same much with this podcast. <laughs> Same with this beautiful <laughs> podcast. I wonder how much change when like Avril Lavigne. That was going straight to radio, CDs. Yeah, yeah. Playing in the car, yeah. Speakers. How much changes when it's like these are probably gonna be listening on headphones. Yeah, it was like it's yeah. It was where it's like let's give them a little less. I wonder. Totally. Like yeah. everything feels so stripped. Because I also love yeah. progressive house music, also known as EDM. But EDM mm. is encompasses Whoa. so many things, and the part of EDM that I like is progressive house. Yeah. So that is like. Whereas now a lot of EDM feels like less beat drops, also less build. Like it's just more of like a consistent, I don't even know what the word is, but like it used to be like giant build and giant drops with huge instruments. And it was like so satisfying. And I feel like now music is way more clear. That is interesting though. Maybe it does have to do with the way that we're consuming it and like adjusting to that. Um, I don't like that. And I think someone should fix it. Yeah. But I mean, that's what they say, like, when they watch, like, when you watch, like, they're like, they spent millions on this episode of Game of Thrones, we can't even fucking see it. And it's like, yeah, because they edited it on, like, some nice, mm-hmm. huge screen or something. And then when it gets to our TVs, it's like, that is not going to translate that well. Yeah. Um, should we start asking our questions to our guests? Yes. Wow. What's a boys club that you, it's funny that I always ask the questions because they're unchanging and you always do the <laughs> intro because that does change. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me which job's easier. Okay. <laughs> What's a boys club that you are not in? I thought long and hard about this, and I really hope that this is this resonates with some people. I'm not a part of the boys club of people who own Jeeps, and when they drive by each other, they do that weird thing with their hand on the steering wheel. Yes. Like they lift it up, wave at each other. Matt. Does this ring this a bell? This is an excellent boys club. Okay, but the anxious... Wait, go on. There is a community, mm-hmm. and the community is people who own Jeeps and drive around with the Jeeps. And they have the special wave. They have a special wave that they drive by the... Each, so picture this. How do you going know about down, this? Okay, this also gets into, I'm one of the few, I'm, oh my God, now that I say this out loud, I, I out, of my immediately fam, out of my immediate family, I'm the only one that has not had a Jeep. 
So and I'm a middle child. Wow. Wait, not to freak you out. I'm too. I'm a middle child. Chiefs like turn over at an alarming rate. I know they don't have not your family. But like other people, <laughs> I know, and that we luckily never had a flip, a turn. I always That's wanted like the classic, the Wrangler, isn't it? What is yeah, Jeep Wrangler. Wrangler. I think Jeep Wrangler is such a funny car because you do not care if you live or die. No, it's absolutely not a safe car, but it's the coolest it's car so you can cool. have. And, and I think it's like affordable. Shift. Is it okay to say it's, it's affordable? Like I it's think not... we use Jeep as semi-affordable. Yeah, I, I think it's like a cool, affordable car. Cool, like okay, we'll take the doors off in the summer. Yeah, the doors. Yeah, you let, can plop let my toes out. Yeah. I've That's, been in many jeeps. You're but, describing a go kart, and I'm scared. That's basically, okay. is what it is. Oh but Connor, God. do you know this? Like, have you ever seen this in the world? The jeep mm. way. Jeeps drive by each other, so say on two different sides, like one coming this way, one going that way, as if to say the right and left lane of the lanes. Let's do it. Lanes. Okay, you spot each other. My hands on the wheel. Sup. 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 Or I acknowledge you. Yeah. And this is a radical thing because it defies gender. Yeah. Board women. Anyone. And- and and all the that other is things. true. It's anyone. not a boy car or a girl car. It's kind of the one car. parameter is you have to have a jeep and maybe have sunglasses on. Wow. Okay. I kind of want Hello. a jeep now. I'm gonna do yeah. a total 180. Sometimes motorcyclists do it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it with big truckers, but the one that it's like always happening jeep. is jeeps, and that's like a real like I I remember that being part of like when everybody was like in high school and it was like getting ready to drive and like thinking mm-hmm. about maybe getting a car or whatever, or using their parents whatever their car situation was gonna be. The people who like. There were people who were like gung ho about Jeeps. Yeah. And the Jeep wave was like a part of this whole thing. Of course. They want to be included. Yeah. And kind of paywall community type of thing. You need a Jeep. Yeah. So Um, in your family, you're not in this boys club and you're not in the boys club at large. Yeah. I think maybe that's why I feel particularly heavy about it. (laughs) (laughs) Because it wasn't just like, oh, people are out there having Jeeps. At one point, my mom had a Jeep. Wait, don't tell me the gender of your siblings because I think I know you have sisters. I have a sister. I know, I can tell that you have a sister. Yeah, do you think she's older or younger? Well, cut you, it if I'm wrong. I think she's older. You're right. I can... I, you can tell. People can tell. It's Clairvoyance is a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> or kind of like it's friendship and knowing each other. Yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of wild. I never asked about your family. I don't think I knew you were a middle child. That's okay. It kind of comes out. Or you have a little brother? Like, I have a little brother. I feel like people just feel it because I'm also a Libra. Wait. So I think it's like double whammy of like, you're in the middle. When's your birthday? October 15th. Oh. One day after mine. Okay, yeah. shit. Because I know someone who's the 13th, the 14th, and now the 15th. Yeah. Yes. Remember three we, days really we did a powerful Damien, photo. I Damien kissed me at midnight, and then I kissed Matt to pass the birthday along. This year. And we're going to do that every year. Oh, I thought you meant at New Year's. It was a gift. Was, oh, that's really fascinating. Yeah. Wait, that's actually stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah, we kind of took a picture that I would say is one of the hottest pictures ever taken in human yeah. history. It is. It's earth shattering, yeah. I would say. I feel threatened. It's three hot men between the heights of five, five and five ten. Probably. At a gay bar in Bedside in the cusp of Clinton Hill. You're five ten. <laughs> I would say I'm a solid five nine, maybe five eight. And okay. Yeah, Damien's like almost as tall as you. Yeah. And I'm a little bit shorter than the both of them. Height is an illusion. Honestly. It is stupid. Yeah. I wear one different pair of shoes. Good luck. <laughs> Fascinating. Wait, yeah. I feel bad because you were going to go through the list of the cars that your family had and then I cut you off. Oh, no. I was just going to say, like, at one point when I was, like, in middle school. No, elementary school because I can picture myself throwing up in the back seat. Um, my mom had a Jeep mm-hmm. because I was on the little spinny thing, carousel. At, but, like, one the, like at a um, playground. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, my God. And the older boys. Those How things were fun death traps. Somebody's <laughs> older brother came and he was Always. kind of a big boy. Mm-hmm. And he was spinning us like crazy. He was like, get in the middle. I'll just go. And he would be standing on the outside. Uh, yeah, just, and and, he, I and he's to not feeling him. a spin because he's not going with it. He's Wait, not what a fun it. contraption. 
Um, hor- yeah, horrible. It's scary. I like it. You should collect it because I'm so anxious. Oh my god, there was always kids like hanging off the side and stuff like that. Yeah, and like if you let go, you're going flying. And the whole thing is like, okay, centripetal force. Let's yep. see where we can take it. Mm-hmm. Kids think they're yeah. invincible. And they're yeah, so not. I was spun, 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 and I have a vivid memory of being in, like being driven home by my mom in the back of her Jeep window or door was off something where I was getting a lot of breeze and I was like thank god breeze and I was like not enough and I and I puked in the car and she's like great <laughs> in the friggin jeep she had enough on her plate so she, <laughs> she had a jeep and then like my dad would also drive that jeep and then when my sister got her license she like wanted a jeep and she got one that was um stick shift also another boys club oh People that's boys stick club. Shift. yeah I'm not, everyone in my I family knows how to drive stick shift but you me. wait because well you're an wow. artist I, I technically could do it. I was, you say you're an artist? Yeah, my hands my hands that. are busy. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was taught and I got the foundations, but there's just a formative lesson. My dad was trying to teach me on the Jeep, and he got so frustrated and yelled at I and I cried as a like a 17 year old boy. Sometimes the I was a, very, part of I was me. a very independent child. I did a lot of cooking my home. Like life. Matilda vibes. Is like parents worked a lot of vibes, yeah. which is beautiful. What's your mom? Not to be capitalist. Famously a nurse. Yes. And I love talking You're about mo- it. Well, I fucking love nurses. I love nurses so much. Freak I feel so protected by the... And she, like... She's also really into, like, little trinkets that are, like, this is a guardian angel, and it always is a nurse. And she put one in a, my car when I did drive a car, but it was some, <laughs> yeah, like... to protect It you. was a Chevy Lumina or something. <laughs> That's so <laughs> I funny. I didn't get no Jeep. <laughs> so, it like, was, in yeah, the event of, like, automatic. chaos, this, this, this trinket would protect This you. trinket that is a guardian angel and yeah. body will keep you safe. And I guess it's... Is she it. Irish? No, but Irish people are like obsessed with that. That's a Catholic thing too. But also some also non Irish people. Not Irish. I feel like in the Catholic like I I remember somebody gave me when I started driving, like whatever the patron saint of driving is. Yes. Which I was like, that's a a new patron saint because they did not always have cars. (laughs) Yeah. Or I wonder if it was like patron saint of like carts. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, like horse-drawn carriages, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, travel, probably and travel. Anthony, travel. the patron scene of finding shit? Because whenever they would lose things, they'd be mm-hmm. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, I did that for my Nintendo DS. Anthony, Anthony. <laughs> and I found it. I ultimately found it. Because of patron okay. scene. Thanks, I was at my Anthony. sister's hockey game, and I was like, it was like the freezing cold, and my dad was like, look under all the truck seats. Um, I would, my sister did a lot of sports, so it was a lot of me and my brother being driven around to them. Okay, that's a great boys club. We haven't had that one before. Yeah. That's, an, that's a really good It'll one. make you think, next time you see a Jeep driving around, pay attention. I'm gonna. Okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna go like... Yeah, it also requires something so special, two Jeeps in the same space at the same time. It does. It can't be a solo experience. I know. Wow. Community. Um, Wait, so second question for you. Mm -hmm. What is an example, just like of a boys club that you kind of do do identify with? The online YouTube community of people who watch videos of ASMR carpet cleaning. Whoa. This is so interesting. This is giving, so Maddie Wiener, theirs was the Reddit community of like, Keyboard, right? Keyboard. It was like very like specific. people refurbish uh, like keyboards and do like very specific like like I was yeah. actually looking into this the other day, and it's like the like the actual keys and then like the keypads yes. and then like the, uh, there's like so many little things That's in it so that they're fully customizing and then they do these ASMR videos to like yeah, yeah just, there's it's a crazy. vast community online. I'm I'm so happy to hear that. I I almost put Reddit as my one that I don't know about, but it's just such a warm hole. I was like I don't want to. No, I like that. your Jeep one. Um, and I love the cheap one too. But um, yeah, like in that similar way, I fell into this community through a YouTube, like watching YouTube videos of this mysterious man finding junk in the garbage and refurbishing it. Like he would never say a word. He'd have gloves on. You never know. Oh, My I whole thing with the they never say a word. It was so anonymous. I was like, wait, we don't even know if you're married. I can't see if you have a ring finger. Wow. And um, that so it let he would 
um he would um like find like this cast iron pan it was dis- it was like from world war Two. like disgusted um all on all accounts heinous and he'd be like okay i'm gonna fix it he'd run it through this laser that crusts off all the rust it'd be like a 30 minute video i put it on 1.5 speed and i just watch drift to sleep the end it's like immaculate wow and then that led to like the recommended was this like disgusting thumbnail of this putrid carpet or like little rug and it was like is it even possible to clean this um rug we found that was in the garden for 18 years let's find out asmr i'm hooked and it's just this british man who has this yes i was literally gonna ask if he was american he's british thank you so i I know a little bit more about him than i did this mystery man which i think why i'm more drawn to these carpet i love a british person yeah, that's the only person I want to hear. Period. Yeah. And I, think, I was I wasn't sure that was gonna go, but it was just a British person. Period. <laughs> All of them. And I don't know where in England he's from, but I don't think it's London or one of the like hoity-toity places. He's very like, all right, we're gonna clean this fucking rug. <laughs> or he doesn't curse, of course, because of branding. But yeah. he's really like he has this whole basement setup that's just giant tub. Like this whole room, if it was like down two inches, so there's like a lip. And it's all like tub material. Interesting. Which is tub. What's tub? tub. What is tub made of? Acrylic? Tub. Acrylic? No. Well, Linoleum, maybe. Non porous. Porcelain. Porcelain? Fancy. Mm. Tub. Boys at home, write in if you know what a tub's made of. Tub. We've got to go and yawn, but not because of you, because of, I forget why, but we got to go <laughs> to the UK, like mm. the farmland that you're describing, and walk around and ask people what drives them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? What's your life's purpose? And yeah. not in a negative way. I'm very fascinated by that. I yeah. thought that in Dublin, mm-hmm. where, like, all these people, there's not that, like, American sense of, like, competition or even just, like, urgency, but right. not in, like, a way that it does feel calming, but also feels scary. Yeah. Whereas I think urgency, like, to a lot of us just feels suddenly, like, it's our default. Our default, yeah. Setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that, I've been feeling, too, very jealous of, like, fictional characters who have such a deep life mission of, like, I need to avenge my, the death of my parents. Like, yes. okay, it's picked for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, oh, no, I'm the chosen one. I got to go put these things together in the fifth element or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Guess I I'm guess I'll go again. work yeah. at the shop today. Yeah. See what how it feels. Yeah, they are. I feel like they're just not. They don't, they're not, like, on timelines in the same way that we no. are. To be jealous of the people in The Last of Us is crazy, but oh, I have to that's kind of that. where we're at. That's a boy's club. I, mean, I only watch I one episode, so... It's I'm, okay. I'm one episode away. No, I watch episode one. Matt, people are saying to watch episode three. Because gay. Yeah. But I think it's, it's going to be sad gay. It is It is heavy, but it is also beautiful, and it is, it's just all the things. It yeah. makes you really cry. Um, but you were saying, ASMR. big tub. Oh, big tubs, and he finds these... He gets donated these putrid heinous disgusting like carpets he was like this one used was left in someone's driveway for 10 plus years and then he cleans them like three times over with these massive tools and you see it get clean over time and then the it's always the final stills are like a before and an after and there's this sound goes like there's a (laughs) a ba-ding and like it sweeps over and it's like clean now and then it's just an ikea rug like a twenty dollar IKEA rug. Who but lives? It's or something that's a beautiful, beautiful like four hundred dollar rug. These are people that have been in the same place for eighteen, ten years. That's so interesting. Or he's like, we found this rug in a storage locker. It's. I think also some of them are staged because there's no way. There's a bush or four sticker on the back. I don't know where he's like finding. This many yeah, yeah. this many rugs in need. I know it's always yeah, and he's like, we donate the rugs. I don't know who, to, and that's beautiful. Yeah, kind of mysterious. Wow. 
Cause but I, I, I love a before and after yeah, and a deep clean. Big deep clean, yeah. Because it also makes me wonder if that whole, like, that that qualm, or not that qualm, the, the like, philosophy, um, existential idea around, like, nonprofits of, like, okay, if a nonprofit fix, ultimately fixes a thing that they were made for, then they would no longer exist. Mm. So it's like, yes. are they in some, are people somehow motivated to not fully fix an issue? I'm like, if he cleans all the rugs that he's being donated, will he start dirtying up his own? Wow. On Hinge, when people are like, like I'm here to delete this app or something oh, like that. The app mm-hmm. that's not allowed to be deleted. Yes. When I w- worked on Dance Marathon in college, it was like, our dream is to eradicate cancer to the point where, where this doesn't exist anymore. We're and we're going to do it anymore. by dancing for 24 hours. Yes. Yes. We got to look into that because I still believe that that is a like tax write-off for Republicans. Something, yeah. I believe it. Somebody up Big to pharma. no good is using that as a tax write-off. Yeah. I believe it, but I looked so hot when I was doing it. Let me tell you. With your clipboard? My clipboard and my walkie-talkie and my name tag. At 3 a.m., yeah. Is, so are you big into ASMR beyond those, or are you just... Here's the thing. No. Mm-hmm. How would you find this? Um, I think... So I every now and then I'll watch... Okay, I guess they're not marketed as ASMR, but every, a lot of times I will watch videos of big machines doing their business. Like a big um, bulldozer. Yeah. Or, oh my God, the recent one that I watched was this machine that's like a, it melts snow. So for the cities where they don't have places to put the snow, like I think like Toronto, uh-huh. places where they get a lot of okay, snow. fascinating. They take payloaders and they like scoop up all the snow and they pour it into this truck bed that then like melts it down and you just see it like piss out all the water and into a drain. And there's not ice left over? Yeah, that was my next question. No, because they're melting We're very it. worried about I ice. I think they're like boiling it. Oh, no, it's, it's evaporating. It's when like they pick it up. Well, from the it, ground, it's draining though. into the pipe, so that is kind of. Hmm. Oh, maybe they're using it for like water then. It's like draining it into the otherwise like infrastructure of the the water system. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, got it. but it's because like you can't you can only pile so much snow. But so I like that video. Wait, what's like, that machine mm-hmm. called? I don't know the snow melter. Maybe? The snow melter. It does have a name. On the, the grassy in the background, there's like that's the snow melter, and they're just like walking to home mm-hmm. from school. That's the snow melter. That's a town snow melter. Do they say that in Degrassi? No, but like they could. Oh, because it takes my place. sense so of like, Canada like, is just like. Degrassi. Wait, does Degrassi like, take place in Canada? Yeah, yeah. we're not. Where are you been? And then Skins originated in the UK. Yes, we were talking about skins. that. I watched some skins, but only the gay scene compilation videos on YouTube. Oh my god! Wait, I have to tell you something. This feels really important. I did not watch the gay scene compilation. <laughs> YouTube video, but I watched the Eating Disorder Girl compilation uh, YouTube uh, video, which kind of cut from the same cloth. Before yeah. I'm gay, I'm anorexic, and yeah. that feels important to say. Sometimes you have to rank your identities. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that is incredibly <laughs> relatable. I feel like you're naming a boys club that we're both in, and oh it's my god, the I'm compilation gonna... videos. Yeah. Yes, yes, compilation yeah. videos. And um, so like. Gay visibility was so crazy for so long. Hot take that like I used to watch the gay compilation video of like the happy endings character played by Adam Pally, who's a straight man playing a gay actor, but he did a really good job at it. Mm-hmm. And so I have no opinion on that. And he was on our really show. Lovely. Shout out. He's so lovely. But like that, I used to watch those compilation videos all the time. Yeah, I also would watch the ones where it'd be like compilation videos, but they take out all the audio and then they mash. They like on overlay it with a like alana del rey song mm. or like miley cyrus like wrecking ball and like it's like sepia tone very sepia them. tone yeah the fray, and then, and then the of a life yeah and the de- like they couldn't say where it's from because copyright so then the messages people would be like oh my god i love this what's it from and then you'd see a like an angel coming down me like it's um like it's shelter that like gay movie that came out in like 2004 or something and be like at the end it would be like thanks for watching yeah, yeah. and like yes. and to, to mm-hmm. throw it back to iMovie 
that's where those were made. Oh, deeply. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get into a conversation with Caroline Cianci because I feel like she would have uh, like made these videos mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. Former guests of the podcast. Yeah, Caroline a Cianci. genius. I love, I, to go back to your, your YouTube searches and stuff, I've been trying to get more into recently, like, I was never on Reddit or anything, and mm-hmm. then be, because of a couple guests of the pod who recommended it, I, I downloaded it and, and have Reddit now. And I love looking up niche, stupid mm-hmm. things that are so distant from me, like a bulldozer or an ice machine or something, and like just reading people's like questions or things. It's just fascinating. Can I recommend one? Please. This is one that I have engaged with, but one of my close friends is really into, the Bionicle subreddit oh interesting apparently like as a product bionicle has such intense deep lore because they had like a comic book with it it's something where it's like there is so much detail and people are like wait they were this is kind of a big allegory of the creator um going through cancer treatment oh interesting it was very very like um oh my god what's that movie where um they take a medicine and you follow the cartoon medicine into the body it's bill murray Oh, it, uh, oh my God! It's very famous, and he's like, "I'm an antibiotic. I'm in the system trying to find the." Uh, it's almost like a cop detective. Is it a movie for fun? It's um. Or, Wait, it's, I'm looking um, it up. Is it educational? It's both educational, but also the boys at fun. home are screaming about it. I even think that you, you mentioned it on the podcast once. Yes. Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones. But <sighs> we're gonna act yeah. like we got that on the. We're gonna cut all that out. So it just says us saying, "What is that called?" Osmosis Jones. Yeah. Um. But yeah, look into like. Okay. If you want, maybe weird stuff maybe yeah. check out bionicle i like reading the um when people have like like i read this thing the other day about these people who were um going to mattress stores and were trying to do like nip slips at the mattress store by like rolling around on the mattress while like trying to and like they were like getting off on it and i was like this is mm. fascinating they were trying to have a nip slip mm-hmm. like they went in with a mission yeah to see if like the person selling the mattress would like give them a discount disengage or oh. like what uh, what is would it, like, happen an exhibitionist kind of thing mm-hmm would they record it? Like, have a camera set up on a tripod? No, they just, they just like, wrote about it. <gasps> it was just, like, this person's account of, like, what happened and, like, how he was feeling about it because it was, like, his wife and, like, they were, like, going... It was, like, yeah. an exhibitionist thing. And I was, like, this is fascinating. One day you should do a deep dive together. I think Connor would have a lot to say about the whole am I the asshole thread. Yes, that's when I... people tell, like, ridiculous stories and at the end it's, like, am I the asshole? Sometimes they're deeply not. Like, my husband's so mad at me because I set a boundary, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then it's, like... Am I the asshole because I my I found my wife has a secret phone and I told her I actually don't want her to have a secret phone? Like, am I the asshole for like taking away her car? Like, people will say like the most. Wait, do you have wow. an example of a story where you're like, am I the asshole? Um, you're not. But go on, tell us the story. Anyway. Off the top of my head, am I the asshole? Um, I think this all the time at work. If it's yeah, I think this a lot at work too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because yeah. sometimes I'm like, am I being way too hard on the kids? And I'm like, am I being way too hard on these girls? <laughs> on these freaking girls? Mm. My loves. But are you ever in the yeah. flower shop being like, am I an asshole? I think that too. And if, if I don't know how to do something, I just don't ask about it and I mm-hmm. leave it. But I'm, like, but I'm also like, but I wasn't told to specifically do that. Yeah. But this is clearly a problem, but I don't Work want people to think crazy. I made this problem. No, I don't think that you did. And then I just leave. I can't imagine you doing anything wrong in the flower shop. Um, it happened. Well, I think <laughs> the whole thing is I'm often working in the basement, like setting stuff up. So it feels like time warpy, like don't know how time is passing by. Oh. Can't see the sunshine. Oh, I'm sorry. That's tough. Or it's, it's, I make are there sure... flowers down there? There are. Yeah. And I make, sure, I make sure to go on walk. We got a cooler down there. Yeah. Okay. Once you cut a flower, it doesn't need the sunlight. Oh, okay. It just okay, needs okay, water. Okay, got it. 
Do I what? Do you know Lion King the musical? Yes. Do you know where he's like, where has the store This has been a big gone? singing episode. <laughs> I know. I'm like angling for more opportunities. But like, <laughs> wait, do you remember that song? Sure. Yes. I'm just like picturing you in the basement singing that song. Wondering what, yeah. Wait, I could start what's singing. your favorite flower? Right now. Dahlias. Uh, what ranunculus are so beautiful and they kind of look like they're from dr seuss wait i have to google matt yeah you being an animated character who works at a flower shop would actually be the cutest whoa disney movie of all time i think are you gonna work on that i could work on that pilot i could be a bitchy girl that comes in and like where's my bouquet like i'll be the the problematic customer yeah i'm good at that you're trying to get flowers and take them on the plane to your island wedding is it that happen no but i can see you deliver do the people do that to you well, we have to go and bring him to the place. We show up at the hotel and be like, knock, 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 here's your bouquet, and we teach him how to hold it. Oh, Wait, that's They're fully sweet. getting their makeup done, Wait. getting their hair done, and I'm like, hi, this is your biggest day. Oh, that but I'm sure so they're happy to see you. Fascinating. They get happy. Sometimes they're stressed. Sometimes they're stressed. A lot of times, too, you can tell that they're totally fine, but the mom is like, mm. oh, you got stuff to work on together. Oh, my God. Like, mom, like, instead of, forget bridezilla, huh? Momzilla. Mom, yeah. Can we spend yeah. the rest of the podcast Mother of the about the dynamic of someone's wedding day, please? We could. <laughs> or do you always want to be like, cool that the government allows you to even get married and then walk out? We like, are allowed to get married. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, like, for now. For, for now. now. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Now. Never forget. If you, like, never forget. I think I do. Take us a minute. In, a, in an interesting way, this is the one job where I actually play up my gayness and my like gay voice and what not. Because I've worked other like like totally not normal jobs where I'm very like... Okay. Or, yeah. I put on a, a lower or like I just I don't Coach really emote. Your sunshine. But in and I think your a lot of brides they see a gay florist come and they're like, oh, oh honey, I'm getting treated like a, a queen. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure uh, when you show uh, up there like think, oh we got the good wait, stuff. This, this gay guy thinks these flowers look nice. Oh, I'm set. Yeah. And he's this cute? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I love everything about this story. I'm so intrigued by this. I want to hear every single individual example of you seeing a bride on her wedding day, but I don't <laughs> even know where to start. Yeah. That would kind of be part of the the media documentary that you're putting together. Yes, this will be part of whatever. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have a book, a couple of songs, and some some "Am I the Asshole?" Reddit threads, and then Matt Albino's accounts of several weddings. Because I love weddings, and I it's all gonna weddings. come on like maybe uh we're gonna I don't even know yeah. what format this is gonna come, but boys, be on the lookout. <laughs> I'll just I say, love so much. and I think this will maybe satiate you for now. The whole the the theme that I'm seeing absolutely dropped a gorgeous bride, normal man. Oh, oh yeah, and then I think, oh, who's paying? Good for her, or an absolutely drop dead gorgeous bride, and then we, I'm told, oh yeah, she's a corporate lawyer. <gasps> Good for her. And very, like, still like, a you're loser doing man. It. No, then it's normally a uh, not loser man, normal, generic. Right. I've rarely seen this run of the like mill guy, hot, hot groom, but oh wow. You know what I think? Part of gorgeous the thing brides. is too is I think there's a lot of pretty regular. I mean, I think all women are very beautiful, mm. but I think there are like obviously there's a spectrum of beauty, and I think there's a lot of you know pretty normal looking women. Of beauty, you know, there is. Mm. You can be low or high. Okay, on listen, that is a reality of the world. <laughs> and we're all hot, but go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think there's probably a lot of like pretty regular looking women, but have been conditioned to, for better or for worse, put effort into the way they look. Whereas an average looking guy has never felt like he needs to because the world doesn't make him feel that way. And it's like, how could men look if they tried harder? It probably those average yeah. guys might 
actually stack up with the women they're with, mm-hmm. you know? Like, the fact that men don't even use concealer, like, you absolutely do. Your skin is so stunning. I want to die. But, like, like that's crazy. It like, is. Like, men should know how to use, like, like a highlighter. Would a highlighter fucking kill them? You know what I mean? Yeah, or a moisturizer. Yes. Um, that's, something I wanna, that's something I want to scream at the top of the, the mountains of just, like, yeah. CeraVe moisturizer is good enough. Yes. Just go get it. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. give it to you. I think I'll give it to so you. I'm so overwhelmed. Yeah. And just like, don't know what to do. And it's like the fact that men don't all have filler is ridiculous. I no. think too. <laughs> I think too. Men get so hyperlogical about it. Just like, wait, if I put something in my face, it's gonna clog my pores. I've heard that's a thing. Yeah. They don't understand. Like, no, these are meant to yeah. help your body. Yeah. Scientists made these. Like these were made in a lab by people. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even robots. This was tested on freaking animals. Not so you wouldn't use it. You know what yeah. I mean? Do your part. It's kind of it. fucked up you're not using it yes. for the animals. You know how many chickens had to die? Yes. Yeah. For your cheeks to sparkle, <laughs> sir. King. That is um, really interesting, and I love weddings, and I hope that we get to go to one soon. Yeah, we yeah. got to get you to one. All right, our, our last question. What's a boys club that you wish to see in our world? Yeah, that's a great question. I really want to see a community of people that are sending postcards to each other. <gasps> Easily and good. One. I know. Did you but get a Valentine? I did. Thank and God. If you didn't, it'd be like, well. Yeah. Isa and I have talked about it a little bit because she knows that I send postcards to my grandma. But I'm more, and it kind of it kind of taps into this other like feeling. I a strong feeling I have of like we used to know people's addresses and phone numbers, like we kind of had to mm-hmm. remember them. Like I remembered a lot of like friends' addresses. Maybe like a few phone numbers. The only phone number I remember now is my mom's cell phone and my dad's old cell phone. That mm-hmm. I I don't know who owns it now. Yeah. <laughs> like emergency. Like if I'm in a police state, like something where I have to call. Like here's your call. The only number I know would be my mom's cell phone. Yes. yes. And I know her address, but like I've been to your apartment, Nico. Mm-hmm. Off the top of my head, I don't remember the address. Right. Um, even like some of my closest friends, I don't remember unless yeah. it's like really like. If it has one of those numbers that like feels good, yeah. But anyway, so but I think if we all were sending postcards to like Google our friends house. or even like a like a new friend, yeah, or even like a, a a cousin, like relative, like people in our network, and then it grows. Or even if it was common for like you set like almost a pen pal type of thing of like Nico sets me up with somebody that, and then we send each other a postcard. But I'm also wishing postcards were sold at bodegas, at bars. Yeah. Things of just, and like stamps do. Oftentimes when people buy postcards, you can't buy a stamp right there. Yeah, that's dumb. Fucked up. I used to think postcards you just. Wait, postcards from a bar would be genius. And I would buy them like crazy. Yeah. And maybe at the bar, because you while you're signing their seat, oh, let me fill this out. Yeah. And if they had a little drop box. Yeah. That's the big part. It's like, yeah. I don't want to go to a mail place. Yeah, there's so many, especially because, like, Path of Least Resistance, I'll send a text. Right. But I was but. also just thinking, like, there's so many people where it's like, oh, I haven't texted them in a long time or I haven't called them in a long time. And I would, like, lo- it, there's, like, certain relationships where yeah. you're like, it would be perfect just to be like, hey, I was at this bar and I was thinking of you. Hope you're yeah. doing great. Like, call me. Call me. Or write me back. Wait, write that's me back. so sexy. Whatever. If someone sends that to me, I'll freaking die. Well, that's the thing, too. If, like, I. I love sending like love letters. I wish I did it more. Like I feel like I used to do it more when I was dating people. But it's so romantic. Mm-hmm. It is really sweet. And, yeah. So and I then wish... my roommate will have to yeah. open the mailbox because you know I don't know how to do that. Oh, hey, We're We're, the it's outside. Well, no. <laughs> okay. It's <inside. laughs> <laughs> I, There's like a key involved. Maddie is really good about um, like thank you notes mm-hmm. and writing handwritten cards. Her parents are really sweet and they write birthday cards and Christmas cards and stuff. And so 
I have That's been so more inter like I don't it's just been more in my life recently so I'm trying yeah. to be also better about like writing birthday like handwritten cards that's so sweet because yeah. i keep all the cards that people give me and i have them in my Same. my top drawer in my room so like i i don't know cards and are beautiful I, yeah and i wish we all kind of had like our little like planners that had everyone's address in them yeah but that's kind of scary safety wise if you like lose it true in the city i don't even have <laughs> a movie that's like i'm not like referencing a specific movie but all movies really just like that moment where you're like a 17 year old daughter of, a, of an important man and you've mm-hmm. got a love letter and you snuck it from the mail and you run into your room you shut the door and you hold it to your chest and you exhale yeah. and then you open the letter and it and says you, and then you like think you hide it perfectly you p- maybe put it under your pillow but the next day your mom decides to change the sheets or something and she finds yeah. it and she's like she's like that child's got too then, much spirit for a girl of her circumstance yeah, that's the that's book 2004 that's in the notebook famously a movie about not getting letters yeah so, true actually a movie about the importance of letters that's kind of a movie all about um, letters piracy and what, <laughs> what is it when they secession se- se- something um, yes when, when they don't let you get mail se- se- um, yes what is I'm that I'm thinking like ancient times no ancient, I know 1800s um, 18 se- back in the beginning of this like country. the secession act when they upcharged mail and then that led to a war for our independence. And think about all the lovers that were cut off communication from the the person they loved because of that, whatever this act. At the notebook's kind of all about Sedition. 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 The Sedition Act. The Sedition Act of 18. Without the Sedition Act of 18 cents, we would never have the notebook. That's kind of my butterfly effect. Yes, it says. Oh, maybe not. Uh Sedition is conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of the state or monarch. I think it's good if we never figure it out because then we're like giving the boys like an action item. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys know what we're talking about. Did you watch the notebook? You've seen it a lot, I guess. I've seen reviews of it. You've never seen the movie? I'm scared. Wait, I think it's it's we both love it mm. for really like it's just an incredible film. And it's a film really. I've heard it's a film. It's a good I movie. I think that it'd be maybe rough for me to watch right now, but in that same way I'm like yeah. maybe it'd be important for me to watch right now. Well, I own sure. it on my dad's Amazon Prime if you ever want his ac- his login information. Okay. I can't, what you. if I already had your dad's login? <laughs> like, it's out there. They've been in yeah. contact. It's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, what were we talking about one second ago before the this notebook? This edition Postcards. Before that, postcards. Yeah. And how it seems like you're kind of starting this journey of building that community. So I'm, I could be in deep gratitude to you. I want soon. to. I want to. Oh, I, I mean, now I have your address. True. Written down. And I have yours. I have, And also, I, I even like, I've bought... I bought a bunch of postcards and I've just never sent them. I have like a bunch from Vermont that have these cows on the front. And I'm like, these are so cute. I bought them in the airport. Well, I feel like they're yours though. I feel like a postcard mm. is this thing where it's like it's a postcard to send someone, but then it's also like a memento for yeah. you. But I bought like four. Oh, of the same. Of the same one. Yeah, you have to send out send them two, out. and then Do in it. case one gets burnt, then you have another yeah. one. Okay, you're whoa burned. You're burned. kind of you know a statistician. <laughs> Things get burned. Things, you know. But why are you so afraid that they're going to get lost? <laughs> I've, you just pray to I Anthony, he comes right back. Catholicism yeah. broke me. Wait, that's really beautiful. Um, I'm going to send you a letter. <gasps> wow. These are Matt, these three for three incredible boys clubs. I did my research. When I envision the letter I'm going to send, like a love letter to someone, it's going to be all in one straight line. But the reality is when I start writing it, if you see me write, when I start writing it, it's going to be like... Oh, it gets so Also, the other thing about postcards, last thing, people can see them. It's like... Not right. And wrapped in You're an trying envelope. to get letters back. Do you want letters or postcards? I want everything. Just kind of the mail just system the app. I also want to send a postcard and have lipstick and kiss it. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. sweet. I mm. think a postcard is giving like hot guy in jeans 1981 
and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to send this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to send this to Daisy. And then like a letter is yeah. giving like not enough daisies anymore. Not enough no. daisy. Daisy May, the daughter of um, Blake and what's his face. Um, and also Ryan a reference Reynolds? in that Taylor Swift song. Yeah, they have a kid named Daisy. Oh, it's referenced in You're on Your Own Kid. Wow. So Weird long, for Daisy her to May. Shout out a child. What does push, what does pushing <laughs> totally. daisies mean? Dying. <gasps> yeah, push there's a TV show. I thought, show. It was, I thought it was sex. No, Wait. If, you're, if you're pushing up daisies, it means oh, you're, it's your underground. You're underground. Oh god, it's oh, oh. But maybe it's like getting a. I thought I, it was. I think it's yeah. It could be oral sex. sex, but no, I I'm totally. I have what no, about oral sex? We're gonna look it up again. Pushing, what, what was that? But maybe it's like if you sex had an erection postpartum. No, not postpartum. You thought it was ribbing. No, I thought it was a, like that same caliber of metaphor. I just feel like this was like, such a nuanced. Episode. She pushed my daisies so good. Okay, I actually never heard anyone. When say you that. Google it, pushing daisies meaning it comes back with to be dead. That is so fair. <laughs> There was a <laughs> show called Pushing Daisies like a hundred years yes, ago. Mm-hmm. That's what came up. And, and, and I think it's also about death. It is. With I think Lee she Pace, can bring people back she from, McBride, from the death. Anna yeah. Friel, Kristen Chenoweth. Ugh. Good for her. She's booked. First episode was She is booked. I bet she was so happy when it was canceled. She's like, good, I'm not going to this studio anymore. Mm-hmm. She's got places to be. She doesn't want to do that shit. Yeah. She's oh a busy goodness. girl. Matt, thank you so much for being on the pod. Thank uh, you so much for having Wait, me. I was sincerely really excited for this conversation because I just think you're a very calming person to be around. And thank you for bringing your energy to this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, how about we check in? Everyone's feeling good right now? Yeah, I'm feeling great. How's, How's your, your heart? heart? My heart feels really good. Better after the pod? Yeah, I always have a good time talking to you guys. Yay. How's your heart? It feels really good and connected. Okay, okay. good. And yours? Good. Connected is a beautiful word. Yeah. yeah. I also just want to say, Matt, your hair looks amazing right now. Thank you. I'm loving what you're doing. Thank you so much. Looks Igor great. is doing a great job. Before we go, Matt, if you want to plug your socials or anything or any upcoming shows. Yeah, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Matt underscore Albino with two E's. Um, my last name's actually spelled Albino, but I'm embarrassed about that sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you can be on the lookout for the next last late night variety tonight live <laughs> at Come On Everybody, hopefully end of March or early April. Awesome. All right. One on a smooch on three. One, two, three. Hey boys, thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda, that's C O N O R, Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N I C O Carney, C A R N E Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.